After every loss this season, the Louisville football team has answered with a victory. That trend continued after the Cardinals lost to Boston College last week. They answered with a victory over Virginia 34-17 to on Saturday afternoon in Charlottesville. We're going to break down the results and more on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On, the Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credentialed media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time, as always, to say thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On, the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. Today's episode will be breaking down the Louisville Cardinals' victory over the Virginia Cavaliers on Saturday afternoon. I'm going to explain why the 34-17 victory for Scott Satterfield's team does not change anything moving forward. Um, We will then transition into talking about how Brock Doman, in his first first career start, got the job done in Charlottesville, and then finally... We're going to break the performance down a little bit more. Um, I'll have to give props to the Cardinals in the trenches. We're going to talk about some areas of improvement and what exactly went right for the team in that game on Saturday. So we'll begin by addressing the big picture uh, take on things. Um, you know, I said last Friday in the episode of this show that, hey, look, Virginia was a must-win game for the Louisville Cardinals if they wanted to keep their bowl hopes alive. Now, um, granted, they got it done. They did so uh, for the first time since 2017. It's the second victory for the Cardinals since joining the ACC, uh, meaning second victory in Charlottesville, I should clarify. Um, But this was a, a game that Louisville needed to win, and by all means, should have won. Now, granted, things were a little bit more questionable with Brock Doman making his first career start, but they got the job done against a Virginia team that, look, really hasn't been all that great this season. They're 2-4 and four right now, 0-3 oh in the conference. Uh, their two victories on the season come to Richmond and Old Dominion. You know, they're 0-3 oh in the conference. They've lost at Syracuse, at Duke, lost by 21 to Duke, uh, lost by 21 at Illinois. So... Needless to say, even though Virginia kind of gave the Cardinals a a run for their money, well, they did give the Cardinals a run for their money at Cardinal Stadium last year because they came back down 17 to win that game. You know, they lost their head coach, lost their offensive coordinator, lost some pieces on offense, lost some pieces on defense, and look, Louisville was the better team, the more talented team coming into this matchup. Now, granted, uh, you still have to go out and win the game, but big picture talking now. Um It doesn't change anything. Nowhere am I saying, however, that the team should not celebrate this victory or past tense shouldn't have celebrated this victory. I'm a firm believer that a win is a win is a win. And you got the job done. You did what you needed to do. So why not celebrate that? You know, it's your first conference win. You got a win on the road. So um, at the end of the day, I'm okay with the celebrating. Now, I saw some people tweeting out um, yesterday that it was kind of like, almost like implying that it was embarrassing because of the start that the Cardinals had. Look, I get that. I understand that the um, 
the start isn't hasn't necessarily been ideal. The Cardinals have lost two games against teams, frankly, they should have won in Florida State and Boston College. Look, I get that, but the players also get that. You know, these guys are playing the games, and I'm never going to, um, you know, I'm never going to fault players for celebrating because at the end of the day, they're playing these games. And, you know, you win a game, you should be celebrating. And they won it convincingly. They won by 17 points on the road in conference play. I mean, celebrate by all means. But, you know, two things can be true at one time. Um, You can have a kind of a subpar start, but, you know, you got to win against Virginia. You can celebrate that. Now, granted, um, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily the greatest victory. I mean, Virginia wasn't the the best opponent, probably one of the worst, if not the worst team in the ACC, kind of contending with Virginia Tech for that spot. But I will say this, if you want to draw some parallels to 2018, which a lot of people have kind of done so far, and, and I get it because um, at the end of the day, look, it, it is what it is. Um, it's a situation to where, um, you know, you win two games early on and then you start to lose against teams you feel like you're better than. But there's a big difference between this year's team and 2018. That 2018 team kind of just, for lack of better terms, gave up. Now, there was a lot of factors that went into that as well. But I think that this game against Virginia kind of solidified the notion that these guys aren't just going to lay down and throw the season away. They're going to try to do what they can to dig themselves out of the hole um, that the first se- first half of the season has brought upon and, and look to try to fight back. Um, so I commend them for that. Um, I think that um, at the end of the day, you know, you can look at this from the outside looking in and say, oh, well, why are you celebrating a, a win against a team that you're better than? I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that deep. Um, you know, celebrating a win regardless. Now, granted, you, you can – I don't – put it this way. I don't mind – people that say that oh wow you know have have a little bit of awareness of the situation you're in because you know now you're three and three you should technically probably be four and two five and one it is what it is i'm planning to move forward i can understand that viewpoint and it is what it is i mean i'm i respect it but i think i'm in the the boat of um you know let the players celebrate and i think a lot of people are kind of in that same boat as well um, but it is what it is because I think we all agree that the first half of the season wasn't the greatest, and that's why this win changes nothing. All it does is continue to, uh, you know, it's kind of like survive and advance college basketball, right? You know, survive and advance. Um, it's a little different because, you know, you lose one game now and, you know, your season's not over, it, you know, maybe not at this point. But, you know, it, it's all about obtaining bowl eligibility, right? Getting to six wins. And the reason why this game really doesn't change that at all All it does is kind of extend um extend the journey kind of move you on to the next week move you into the bye week to the back half of the schedule because currently speaking with james madison's inclusion in the rankings five of the final six opponents that louisville is slated to face at this current point in time five of those teams are ranked the one that's not is pittsburgh and pittsburgh was ranked at the beginning of the season they've got a solid defense they just had a running back that rushed for nearly 300 and I think it was like what 360 or 36 carries for 320 yards or 32 carries for 360 one of the two um, but six touchdowns now granted they played a Virginia Tech team that frankly is not good um, but you know Pittsburgh is still going to be a tough team to play 
uh, at Cardinal Stadium on the 22nd, I think that is, following the bye week. So hopefully uh, the team is able to get healthy. You know, you get Malik Cunningham healthy. He has uh, another week to rest. Um, but granted, the back half of the schedule is brutal. Um, you know, you look at the rest of the schedule for the Cardinals. Um, it, it's not just the fact that the teams are ranked. I mentioned last week that four of the six teams are ranked inside. Uh, well, they, I'm sorry. I, I take that all the way back because I forgot that um, Kentucky lost yeah, uh, Saturday. So um, four of the teams were in the top 15. Maybe with Will Levis, Kentucky stays in the top 15. They may beat South Carolina, but three are in the top 15. And then you have Kentucky and James Madison also in the top 25. And if you thought that James Madison was going to be a, uh, you know, a cakewalk, Think again. Uh, I have seen people make the argument that Pittsburgh may be an easier game than James Madison. And look, I don't think I disagree. I need to do a little bit more research, admittedly. I'll admit I'm a little bit ignorant when it comes to um, how good Pittsburgh and how good James Madison are, respectively. I mean, I've watched a couple of times this season. Um, to begin the season, I watched them play against Tennessee. And, and then um, this past week as well against Virginia Tech, I caught some of that game. But um I think that um, it's it's a tough end of the schedule. There's not even though the FPI has Louisville winning a couple of these games and being favored in others. I, I think that it's. Um, I mean, I think that it's. It goes without saying that there's not one game on the schedule you can look at right now and say that's a win for sure. Because I think it's going to be a matter of Louisville taking it week by week and just trying to get the wins where you can get them. So, uh, you know, a win against a, a team in Virginia that um, you were supposed to beat. Look, it's nice because you handle business. You handle business on the road in a place historically that you haven't done all that well in. You um, won by double digits. You know, it just kind of is what it is. But I, I will say that because of the slow start that you had, um, it put – you in a situation where this was a game that you pretty much had to win, it, um, barring a complete 180 after the bye week and, and Louisville turning it around. But through the first six weeks, I'm not sure that that turnaround is there. I mean, it's possible. I mean, the team has the talent, but there's going to have to be some major coaching adjustments uh, to get to that point. So I think at, at the end of the day right now, you're kind of like, okay, well, you know, uh, we'll see. But good win. Players should celebrate that win. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they're the guys going out there and, uh, you know, playing pretty hard and, and getting to the point to where they're putting themselves in the best uh, position to win and, um, you know, increase their confidence and things of that nature. But, hey, look, at the end of the day, it was against the team that, very clearly put, you definitely had to take care of business against. So um, I, I kind of want to take a little bit of a – a deeper look into the game. Obviously, the main storyline is that in his first career start, Brock Doman handled business and got the job done. We're going to talk about uh, his performance more in depth here in a second after we talk about our friends over at Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know that because I use Simply Safe in my own home, they protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents and always 
having your back. Here's why I love it. Um, you know, I think that the the motion sensors uh, with with uh, opening doors and things of that nature is very very cool. Um, it's something that um, you know, it's it's convenient all things and it keeps you safe as well. With twenty four seven professional monitoring, simply safes agents call you the moment. A threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Even if you're not home or can't be reached, it blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert when you that only alert you, I'm sorry, when a threat is real. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Once again, that's visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So moving right on along, Brock Doman, his first career start for the Louisville Cardinals. A victory against the Virginia Cavaliers. Admittedly, didn't necessarily start out all that well. Doman struggled. Um, when you look at this game in particular, and um, you know how it kind of came about. Um, very early on, the first quarter was, uh, needless to say, just extremely, extremely tough. Uh, the first possession was a three and out, followed by the first pass play being an interception. Another three and out for the Cardinals, uh, followed by yet another punt. The Cardinals finally got a field goal. It was a 40 or 50-yard touchdown run by Brock Doman in the second quarter on a broken-down play, um, a handoff that was going to go to Jawar Jordan. He was immediately going to get tackled. Doman um, took the ball out of the hands of Jordan and um, simply scampered to the end zone. Didn't necessarily have much opposition, but it seemed like that got Doman going. Uh, Doman then looked pretty decent in the passing game. Sure, he had a couple of instances to where you know, he overthrew some guys, threw behind some receivers, so on and so forth. But he ended up finishing the afternoon 17 of 30, 275 yards, one touchdown to two interceptions, uh, had nine carries for 71 yards in a touchdown as well. Um, the passing game, you know, I... Heard some people on social media, or I saw some people. I didn't hear them on social media. I saw some people on social media talk about how um, how different the passing game looked. Now, obviously, that's true because Malik Cunningham, being more of a um, uh, of a running quarterback, uh, the offense was probably designed more along the RPO situations and uh, more design runs for the quarterback when Malik Cunningham is playing. Um, but it seemed like Scott Satterfield opened up. Um, you know, the passing section of the offense with Brock Doman under quarterback um, in terms of just kind of the, the share between both uh, rushing and passing uh, 46 rushes, um, you know, and then 30 passes attempted. So it seems like there was a little bit more of an honest um, differentiation between passing and rushing. It seems like there's a little bit more rushing when Malik Cunningham is involved, and obviously that's because Malik is one of, if not the best dual threat quarterbacks in the in the conference, and definitely one in the country as well. Doman uh, spread the ball around. I like the fact that he got Marshawn Ford involved, uh, four for ninety three in a touchdown for the Louisville tight end. Tyler Hudson had a big day, seven for one hundred one. Um, Amari Huggins, Bruce, four for fifty three. Uh, Dwayne Martin had one for twenty two. Maurice Turner with one for six. So six, I'm sorry, five different receivers with a catch. Um, 
I don't necessarily think that the the passing attack looked, should I say, better because I think that Malik Cunningham, um, you know, when you know, there's been certain points of this season where the passing attack has looked solid, I think that Brock Doman uh, came in and just did his job, did what he needed to do. I also think that Virginia's defense is one of the worst that the Cardinals have played this season, and that's no disrespect to Brock, but I think that we have to look at this from an unbiased point of view and realize that. Brock did get the job done, and that's what matters because last week against Boston College, the Cardinals did not get the job done, but they got the job done against an inferior team like Virginia. It is what it is, but you got the job done, and that, that's what should be focused on here. But if we're talking about you know success of the offense, even success of the defense, you have to factor in that Virginia is not a good team right now. So that just kind of is what it is. Um, I, I really do think that this was a game to where – um, you know, I was impressed by the way that Doman bounced back. Um, looked like it was going to be a long, long day with the Cardinals um, going down 10-0. Um, but Doman and company, they brought the team back. Now, obviously, we're going to give some flowers to some of the guys in the running back room. Um, but I think it is what it is. Brock Doman, according to Kelly Dickey, who is a stats guru for Louisville, he said Brock Doman is the only only the third quarterback in Louisville history to account for 300 yards of total offense in his starting quarterback debut. The only other quarterbacks for that was Mike Watkins and Chris Redman. So um, I think that uh, Doman did exactly what he needed to do. Most passing yards by a Louisville player making his first quarterback start. Doman is number five behind Redman, Watkins, Eric Watts, and Kyle Bolin. Um, just, uh, I mean, just a solid, um, I mean, really just a solid performance. I don't know why I got uh, tongue twisted there. Not really understand what I was about to say. Uh, but, and I apologize if you can hear the dogs barking upstairs, they're going absolutely wild for, I guess, Lamar Jackson's playing football tonight. So, um, you know, cheering on the former Louisville Cardinals star for the now playing with the Baltimore Ravens. But, um, I think it is what it is. Um, I commend uh, Brock Doman on his performance. He got the job done. The question going into uh, this game was, can Brock Doman or can Louisville win this game without Malik Cunningham? Brock Doman said, well, of course you can. Look, we're going to do it. Um, and they did just that. They got, came out victorious against Boston, Boston College, against Virginia. Um, and we're going to kind of break that performance down a little bit more uh, here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the bet, head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So, like I said, this game was all about handling business. And I think that that's the overall theme for this one is Louisville doing what needed to be done and getting the job done overall. Um, offensively speaking, obviously it was a tough first half or first quarter, I should say. I think 19 
total yards in the first quarter, ended up with 473 total yards of offense, converting 8 of 15 um, third down conversions. Um, like I said, Brock Doman was solid as a passer. Travion Cooley had a couple of big runs, 18 carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Jawar Jordan had 11 for 29 and a touchdown. And the Maurice Turner, with the absence of Tyon Evans and Jalen Mitchell, he had 7 for 23. So um, Louisville was able to do what they needed to do on the ground, 46 carries for 198 yards if it wasn't for the um, victory formation at the end they would have um, at least eclipsed the 200 yard threshold uh, but the Cardinals were very balanced on offense I thought that it was an overall balanced performance as well um, and the big stat for me is that the team did not allow one single tackle for loss that's the first time since 2003 that the Louisville Cardinals have not allowed and have not allowed a tackle for loss to their opponent so, I mean, obviously spanning almost two decades, that's a big-time statistic. Louisville's offensive line continuing to do what they need to do, um, setting the tone, um, just overall uh, creating holes for the uh, running backs and you know giving the quarterbacks their uh, protection that they need and uh, giving them time to go through their reads and go through their progressions and make the right decisions. And I think that that's a big part of why Brock Doman was also able to find some success in this game because he had time to throw the football. Um, he had time to go through his reads, to slow the game down and internalize the coverage and just be able to make his reads and go through his progressions. And I think that that was a big key for ensuring that he you know, stayed successful. And like I said, I thought that the, the rushing attack needed to be established in this one for Louisville to uh, come out successful, and they topped almost 200 yards, and a lot of that came from a Brock Doman busted down play coverage. But, hey, 50 yards on the ground, it's 50 yards on the ground, and that definitely shifted the momentum. Um, I think that there's not much you can really take from this performance offensively other than that you handle business against a defense that has been struggling. You um, look solid throwing the football, which is obviously beneficial if you're talking about uh, Brock Doman moving forward. Uh, running the ball, you had another performance to where you were solid rushing in, in your rushing attack, and that's something that you should be able to focus on there. And then, hey, look, at the other end, um, or at the, not the other end, but in another light, the all-level offensive line is doing what you thought they would do all season long, and they've done that for the past handful of weeks consecutively, and that's create uh, protection for their quarterbacks, create gaps for their uh, ball carriers, and um, just things of that nature. Defensively speaking, um, hey, it was a, a game to where Virginia, you know, not necessarily the best rushing attack out there. Uh, when you look at what they do statistically, um, they average about four yards per carry. Uh, let's see, team-wise, they're averaging about... Uh, Got to find that real quick. They're averaging about 129.7 yards per game on the ground. Obviously, with a different offensive coordinator, with their offensive coordinator going to, to Syracuse, um, this is a more balanced Virginia attack. Uh, Paris Jones, uh, Brennan Armstrong. You also have uh, Xavier Brown and Mike Hollins. All four of those players have rushed for over 100 yards this season. In the game against Louisville, however, the Virginia Cavaliers recorded a whopping six rushing yards. Uh, four carries for seven yards for Xavier Brown. Six for six for Paris Jones. One for zero for Mike Hollins. Uh, 14 carries for negative seven yards, obviously factoring the, in the sack numbers there. Um, Keith Wynn, or Keith Winnie, um, 
He had a statistic tweeted out that uh, Louisville is number one in sack yardage to the point this season, and they are number five in the country in sacks. Um, so the front seven for Louisville, pretty, pretty solid, uh, not only in this game, but pr- almost all season long. You know, last year the storyline was, well, can this Louisville team get pressure on the opposing quarterbacks? They've done that this year. Um, they're one of the teams in the nation that get the most pressure on the opposing quarterbacks, on the opposing ball carriers. I think they had um, maybe six tackles for loss or something like that. Uh, I'm sorry, eight tackles for loss uh, to go along with six sacks. Um, that's a huge number there for the Louisville defense. Um, Mason Rieger had a big day. I had the sack on fourth down when uh, – when, when Virginia tried to go for it, Des Tell had one, Ashton Gelati one and a half, Monty had one, uh, Momo Sonogo had a half of a sack, Jared Dawson also had a sack uh, to go along with that. Um, and then, I'm sorry, that's tackles for a loss. Uh, Mason Rieger had a sack, Monty Montgomery with one, Ashton Gelati with one, Des Tell with one, uh, Yasir Abdullah with one, and then a handful of players had tackles for losses. Um, so the, the the front seven has been pretty, pretty solid. The secondary still kind of struggling here and there. Um, they made some uh, impact plays. Uh, um, you know, MJ Griffin had a big interception. Um, you had some more big-time plays, um, some big-time p- pass deflections as well. But Brendan Armstrong, 24 of 34, 313 yards, two interceptions, and a touchdown. So um, Virginia had the 40-yard touchdown on third down in the first quarter. But since then, uh, the Louisville secondary bent but did not break. They only allowed one more score after that. Um, Louisville defense, it wasn't the best performance that they've turned in, but certainly not the worst either. Um, So for the Louisville defense, like I said, it's going to be a matter of continuing to get better in the secondary, um, You know, putting the secondary players in the best position to succeed in terms of coaching and scheme and things of that nature. But overall, Louisville Cardinals got it done. They they got the job done. They beat the Virginia Cavaliers 34 to 17. Brock Doman in Oktoberfest, or should I say Brocktoberfest? Sorry, don't please don't uh don't clown me for that. But uh, hey, look, Louisville got the job done. Tomorrow we're going to be giving grades out for the Louisville squad position wise through the first six games. So thanks again for making Locked On Louisville your first listen of the day. Also, at this point, uh, check out Locked on ACC, hosted by Candace Cooper. No better way to get your conference news than that podcast hosted five days a week. So that's going to wrap up this Monday edition of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.